Indeed, all praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The most forgiving, the most kind, the most merciful. Salawat as-salam be upon his final prophet and messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. His pure family, noble companions, and all true, sincere believers until the day of judgment. Indeed, we are living this, a very special season of worship, I should say. Today is the 8th of Sha'aban, and the blessed month of Ramadan is literally just around the corner. And perhaps we, believing men and women, can already feel the vibes, the blessings, the sacredness, the virtues, the excellences of the blessed month of Ramadan. But let us not ignore the moment in which we live. Indeed, as we said last week, the month of Sha'aban, which is the eighth month of our Islamic calendar, is also blessed. There are great virtues that this particular month carries in it. We said in the month of Rajab, we tried to set up some lofty goals, renew our aspirations, resolutions, and plant a seed, inshallah, a seed of good, khair. This is the time to water that seed, to irrigate the seed. In other words, this is the time when we need to up the level of our commitment and servitude towards our Creator, our Lord, our sustainer and cherisher, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is all out of Allah's grace and mercy and bounties that He wants us, His slaves, ibad, and Zuhad to prepare properly for what's to come for us. A special gift from Allah in the shape and form of the blessed month of Ramadan. And no doubt, the greatest feature, the greatest virtue of this particular month of Sha'aban is, it, is its midnight. The 15th night of Sha'aban which we call Laylat al-Nisfi min Sha'aban. And our ulama have given it also another beautiful name. We'll try to understand why. Laylatul Bara'a, the night of innocence, amnesty, total forgiveness. How come and why? There are several traditions that talk about the excellence of this month of Sha'aban. There are very important practices, Sunan, Sunnas, if you want an English version, the plural of Sunnah, that our great master and teacher, the Prophet ﷺ, established in this particular month of Sha'aban that he attributed to himself. And we mentioned last week two really important practices, fasting. Soon we will be asked to fast. This is the good time to experience that practice and to prepare for it. Even if we were to become a little bit more aware of our intake, what it is that we are putting into our bodies, 
Do we think twice or double check for the ingredients before we put something into our mouth or drink something? This is the time for us to raise awareness of what we are. Who are we? What are we doing with our time? And what is the purpose of our being? This is an excellent time to be reminded of that all. Especially through the significance of, in my opinion, Laylat al-Nisf min Sha'aba. Did we know that our beloved Prophet ﷺ used to visit what he described as the gardens of remembrance? Graveyards, cemeteries, especially on that night. But you can say in the month of Sha'aba. And then he said, that would be enough of an admonition for any one of us. Enough of a reminder. If you want to be reminded as to what are you doing and where you are heading, one thing is certain. No one can argue about it. It's our death. Just being aware of that will indeed help you to break down the lower desires that keep causing you certain problems and are between you and your Creator and different blessings and, and forgiveness of Allah that we are all after. So he did that. Did we ever think of our own end time? And did we actually think of those of our forefathers or loved ones who deceased before us, already passed away? Maybe we didn't. This is the time to do so. It will do you so much good. And you will also fulfill a sunnah of your beloved Prophet But it doesn't stop there. Of all a hadith that talk about the virtues and excellence of the midnight of Sha'ban, I find one of them particularly interesting. And it just happened to be also that the scholars of hadith have authenticated that one in particular. Or there's actually more authenticity on soundness soundness on that particular tradition from all other reports that come on the 15th night of Sha'aba. Imam Ahmed, Rawa Imam Ahmed fi Sunani. Imam Ahmed, rahimahullah, he narrated in his great work of hadith and Mu'adh ibn Jabal radiallahu ta'ala anhu, who said, the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam said, يطلع الله عز وجل على عباده أو خلقه في ليلة النصف من شعبان فيغفر لجميع خلقه إلا لمشرك ومشاحن which means on the midnight of شعبان which is this coming Thursday evening inshallah تعالى Allah سبحانه وتعالى presents himself onto his creation with special kind of divine assistance or mercy, you could say. Al-Ittila' that we really cannot fully apprehend, understand. But it's a very kind, very special attempt from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for us to make a firm, strong, solid connection with him. The night in which he is willing to forgive the entire creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. According to one riwayah, 
except two types of Allah's creation. But if we want to think of ourselves, human beings alone, then you can say except two types of people. The first are those who associate partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in ibadah, in worship. It is really interesting. Even in this particular context, alhamdulillah, by the grace of Allah, I don't see that many people who are idol worshippers anymore. Because most people by now are highly educated, intellectual, and we had so much time to learn from previous nations and generations that came before us. So we learned from their very mistakes and we don't want to repeat the same mistake as them. So I purely believe that there are not that many people nowadays who worship idols and indulge themselves in some kind of pagan worship or really lower degree of submission and worship as what used to happen 2,000 years ago or something like that. So by Allah's grace, there's less and less of shirk. But even then, we understand in the commentaries that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, my dear brothers and sisters, is so kind and loving. He's so gentle and good-willing towards his creation that he still looks after even those people that I just made reference to who worship others besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They commit shirk, yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cherishes them, nourishes them, looks after them, gives them health and wealth, and etc., and etc., and etc. As one khabar narration says, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke to Sayyidina Musa alayhi and he asked him to put up with the crap of people, to be patient. Allah wanted to teach him a mighty lesson that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is as-sabur, the most patient of all. And it is in the midnight of Sha'aban that our patience too will be tested. And we will have a wonderful opportunity to cleanse our hearts. So Allah told his Prophet, Kalimullah, special chosen one that Allah spoke to directly. How come you can't forgive and pardon those who cause you harm? Whereas I overlook and feed even those who worship others besides me. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Azza wa Jal Dhul Jalali Wal Ikram Al Kareem Al Latif Al Jawad Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala No one is like Allah Al Sabur Al Shakur So even those people Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it seems like, is waiting for them to embrace Islam and Allah will forgive them even the shirk that they committed. Whatever they committed in their life, Allah is ready to wipe it out. But what about the second type of people that will miss on the great, we call it sometimes, total forgiveness or amnesty that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has offered each and every slave of his? 
creature of his on the midnight of Sha'ban, we believe. It is Mushahin. And this term, what does this mean? Idol worshipper is clear. Mushahin means a person who holds enmity or hatred. Shahna. Dagna. Yeah, who holds some kind of hatred or malice towards other people. Now, this is a very deep lesson. We have to be honest with ourselves. Do we still feel certain grudges, ill feelings towards certain people that we know? Or people that we do not know, but we hear of having something more than we do? Being more intelligent than us, doing something better than we do. If we really do, that is a serious, serious problem for us. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, out of his special kindness and mercy, gives very special opportunity for us to get rid of that trait. Because it's a really problematic trait. It's an obstacle for forgiveness. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in other reports says, He says, He descends down to the heavenlies, to the, to the first sky, ila sama'i dunya. And He is really asking, is there anyone who is seeking my forgiveness? We can understand this tradition in two ways. Every single night, in the last third of the night, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turns towards His creation slaves, servants, worshippers. And he does look for anyone who is seeking forgiveness so that Allah may forgive them. He's also looking for everyone who is looking for provisions, rizq, and Allah will provide for them. Also, he's looking for anyone who is going through a trial, a tribulation, for Allah to find a way out for those people out of that calamity. Look at what's happening in Eastern Europe nowadays. Too many people are trialed in big trouble, losing innocent lives every minute as I speak. So indeed, you can understand that it happens every night. Because Allah's mercy is unlimited, indefinite. You cannot exhaust Allah's forgiveness and mercy. There's more and more and more. As long as you know there is Allah who is willing to forgive you and you turn to Him, the quantity, the amount of your sins become irrelevant. Allah is there to forgive you, my brothers and sisters. You need to know that. And He doesn't put many conditions for this forgiveness. You just need to turn to Him in sincerity and pray to Him and He will forgive you. What about the rizq? Well, the second way of understanding this is really that on the midnight of Sha'ban, there is a special kind of approach from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala towards his creation. Even more kind of forgiveness. We need to hurry, run towards Allah so that he may forgive us our sins and mistakes on a night like the midnight of Sha'ban. And in this time of economic uncertainty or financial trouble and crisis, 
Why don't we raise our hands and pray to Allah to enrich us? To provide for us. He is the one who gives and no other but Allah. Indeed, we should do that. And as we said, we are all in a way either tested or trialed. Likewise, we should use the momentum, this golden opportunity, and turn to Allah in prayer. But coming back to the main point, except the person who has certain hatred or enmity or grudges towards others. How do you cure that? Subhanallah. Try to practice for what's left of this month of Sha'ban and think of all people that you argued with since you remember. Think of all people that you sometimes looked at, not in a way that pleased them. Think of what's happening around you and then on a global level of what's happening and scream your heart deep in. Go into the innermost parts of your being, your heart, and even if it hurts, even if it causes you pain, even pain is a gift from Allah of a universal value for us all so that we can get rid of it and feel the happiness and goodwill towards people. Try to do that. And don't go to sleep for the rest of Sha'aban unless you do so and try to forgive every single person that comes to your mind. And every single action for which you are a little bit afraid may be the cause that you may not be forgiven on the midnight of Sha'aban and what's to come and then especially by the end of the blessed month of Ramadan. So it is very painful, I have to say, but we have to do it. Why? My brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't want us to embrace the best time of the year and we haven't cleansed our hearts. We didn't dive deep into the purification of our innermost beings. So therefore, if we haven't, the fasting that is going to be due on us and all the prayers that we have to say every single day and the Quran that we would like to revise and read in the month of Ramadan and the zakat that we would like to give out to purify our wealth and the sadaqat that we would like to offer to relieve poverty and so on and so forth may not be accepted if we didn't work on our heart and trying to get rid of this particular disease. And that is malice, hatred towards other people. I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala indeed that he helps us to get rid of that blameworthy trait so that we are ready and as patient as we could be and willing to forgive other people no matter what they did to us so that we may attain and gain total forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the heavy burden of sins that we carry on our shoulders. I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he blesses us in what's left of this month of Sha'ban and that he enables us to reach the blessed month of Ramadan and we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us all of our sins, hidden and obvious, 
We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to provide for us in these difficult financial times. And we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to relieve us of difficulties and problems, especially innocent people who are being killed and tortured and injured at this moment in time, wherever it may be in the world. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم.